you know, we're pretty breezy here. We just start it as we go and I'll, I'll pop the cork. Oh, it wasn't a real cork though. Did you hear that? I did, yeah. Excellent. Uh, what's your What's your metaphorical whiskey of choice this morning? Uh, Balvenie Doublewood, 17-year-old. That's what I've been drinking. It's a rather nice. fucking excellent whiskey. So I've had this theory that I want to drink less whiskey, so I'm just buying much nicer bottles of whiskey and drinking them slower. Um, yeah. Which is sort of working, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> the problem is, if you buy really nice whiskey, oh, then you're just inclined to then drink it, because it's really nice. Oh, it's so good, and it's it's kind of ruined the less good whiskey for me now, because I, I had a bottle of this and my parents got me, and then drank all that, and it was like, oh, it's fucking good. And then I went back to the my standard, like, Abelor or Aberfeldy or whatever, and I was like, oh, what's this shit? And um, yeah. it was. It took me a while to desensitize back down to it. Not that it's a, not that they're bad whiskeys; they're really nice. But when you've got this Balvenie seventeen-year-old, yeah. it's just oh, it's just something else, man. It's fucking amazing. So yeah, yeah. I've been drinking a lot of that. Cat so. bought me. Um, she bought me a, a Lagavulin twelve. I think it is when I when I finished um, work. Wow, nice. And it is very good. It's yeah, really nice. It's like. It's like your kind of uh, obviously a big hit peaty Lagavulin, but it's just got a load more complexity as well, and it's it's almost like a lot sweeter and uh, yeah, it's lovely. Okay, maybe I like it. Um, I'm getting there with the peaty ones like that. Banaharbana Harbanen, whatever it's called, um, <laughs> was uh, not really peaty, but had it had That's a not hint a of it. Yeah, but it seemed to have a hint of it somehow, like it was. I don't know. I think they put the barrel next to the peaty barrels so that it, it just picks up a wisp or something Could of be. peatiness Could or something. Be. It's like really yeah. super subtle. But, well, um, maybe, um, maybe, yeah, next time you're in the UK, we could do a trip up to Scotland. Yeah, because I've never been. To, never been to Scotland. To Ireland. Like that. That'd be fun. I've always wanted to do a road trip, like rent a nice car or something and just do a real nice, do a cool road trip or something. So, um, yeah, that'd be, that'd be great. My, my folks actually have just bought a... Um, they just traded in their big camper van for a slightly smaller one because they were basically struggling to drive the thing around tiny European oh, roads, yeah, right, which is yeah, fair enough. Course, yeah. um, so they've downsized, and uh, yeah, it's it's really it's really awesome. And we're hoping at some point to to borrow it and, and do a road trip, maybe up to Scotland. Yeah, just going to hijack so, it for a week. Yeah, that's the plan. That would be pretty cool. Yeah, well, I'm definitely. I think if I do return to the UK. Um, I think it will be, uh, I'll get myself some sort of wagon. Well, basically what I've got now is some sort of fast wagon that I can camp in if I need to. That's uh, yeah. also fun to drive. Yeah, and Scotland's so, so awesome. It's so beautiful. Yeah, I'd love and, to go. Uh, I, can't believe, I mean, I've never been and I've lived in England all my life, basically. And it's, it's crazy been that I've never wow. been. Yeah, I know, it's ridiculous, isn't it? That so, is mental. Yeah. <laughs> And you haven't been to South Island, New Zealand either. It's not like you can say you've been there. Well, as well, no, I know. I mean, I've seen a fair bit of Australia, which I guess at least is something. But um, yeah, although I was it is, it very stoned for very most different. of it, so I don't really remember a huge amount of it. But, yeah, um, it was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, at least I've sort of done that. So anyway, never mind. What are you going to do? So yeah, um, we should welcome everyone. We should um, <laughs> welcome, welcome Harmonic Whiskey Tales, everyone. I always forget to actually introduce the podcast, so I thought I'd try and I did it at the end when I did one Dave the other day. So um, uh, I thought I'd at least try and uh, introduce it correctly today. So welcome everybody. We've got John from the UK, who's been on Hello. before. Cheers for coming on again, John. It's much appreciated. Yeah, no, it's, it's nice of you to invite me on. Yes. Much appreciated. I think I need to start doing um, 
these phone ones more because I think the sound quality is not too bad. I, I haven't really got feedback from people, but since I figured out the way of doing it, I think it's okay. And it's a lot easier to actually get people on because it's obviously, you know, people don't have to trek over to my place and stuff. So, um, I think it yeah, well, I think that's how a lot of podcasts do it these days. I don't think they very often sit in the same studio together. It's difficult to, but um, it is better to have someone there, obviously, because of the interaction. But it's, um, I think, if you know the person yeah, well enough, definitely a little tricky for us to do that. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, well, I think um, if you know the person well enough, it's it's not as much of an issue because you know. No, no. You know, having said that, I could probably get a flight for about three pounds fifty at the moment. With the airlines just being so desperate to to sell tickets. I might arrive, you know. Well, I've got a spare room. I've got a spare bed in it now as well. So it's all set up. So Ben's my my brother, for you people who don't know, he wants to come over soon and just come over and work from here for a bit and just chill out. So he might be coming Mm. over at some point. So And uh, Louise's husband is out here for work soon. So I think he might come stay for a few days, which will be cool. So, yeah. Oh, very good. Yeah. Well, it's good to know that you've got the space there. For, well, I do at the moment. While I can afford it, but considering I have just lost my job, it could be uh, quickly uh, <laughs> yeah, evicted. But we'll see what happens. But yeah, back back to the funk house. No, God, no, fuck that. It's just changed too much, man. I don't know. Um, I don't think I'd handle it. So it's one of those things that maybe if I left, I might go there for a few days just for to reminisce. But it wouldn't be the same. So it'd just be like just a load of people you don't know, and you'd just be like, oh, be, be so. you with a load of like teenagers. Yeah, be right, <laughs> yeah, it'd be awful. I, just handle it. I can't even imagine how awful really, that would be. No, it'd be awful, man. I, I just really don't do that shit anymore. So um, I'm starting to feel very old. I'm starting to get to the point where you don't quite understand young people, which is. I, I, would, I never thought I'd get to that point. What do you mean, language? You know? <laughs> no, not language. Just like, I think, I don't know, it's weird. It's like, I'm just, I don't want to say values, but it's just like maybe priorities is the right word. You know, like, I can't understand this sort of obsession with, with I don't know, materialistic looks and stuff like that. Oh, like, not, not all young people, this is a sweeping generalisation, but like, yeah. you know, some of the things that people do to, do to themselves to make themselves, in inverted commas, look good or pretty or or handsome or whatever it is. It's just like, you just sort of look at that and just think, oh God, what have you done to yourself? Yeah. It's, it's all weird. very strange. No, it I is odd. Know. I mean, it's social media and internet. It's it's fucking people up. And, and imagine yeah. At, yeah, definitely. at our age if we had all this the stuff. The impact you know. of social media is, I think it's really starting to become apparent, isn't it, in terms of um, mm. people basically just, I think it's like people are sort of trying to turn themselves into plastic dolls. Maybe that's it. Well, um, yeah, I mean, it doesn't help with, I guess, the image that these perfect people on Instagram kind of, promote and how they show themselves but what most people don't know is that these people are a they're you know perfect specimens and b they've had shit done to their photos massively before it gets uploaded they've got whole teams of people working on shit for it yeah. so it's not yeah. like they just take a picture and stick it up it goes through to someone who does stuff to it and then it gets posted by generally not by them a lot of the time so yeah so um, do you think you think that's happening with a lot of those those instagram posts do you Oh yeah, fuck yeah! All the fashion stuff and all the the influencers in inverted commas, um, mm. you know, all these sexy beach things and people and doing all that stuff. They they definitely have stuff done to them. I mean, there's all these like even inbuilt things in Instagram apps now that all 
put a six pack on you and all this kind of shit and it just and it does no. it pretty well oh, it God. does it it does quite a good job as well like it's just awful the, uh, the awful, ai awful, awful. um there's all this ai retouching that goes on now and it's just they take the picture and it just goes and does all this shit and then just makes me want to go off forward. grid <laughs> just well want, me too man just want to live in the woods <laughs> yeah yeah i'd like that so my yeah, friend um is base is gone moved to Bali and she she wants to stay there just live there she's just, it's so much simpler you just chill out and live by the beach and live in a nice villa cost fuck all you can remote yeah. you remote work everyone's just chilled out weather's good you know does lots of sport and it's yeah um, just, just full of on the hatches for the old typhoon and well yeah and, and uh, it's full of Australian bell end fucking tourists <laughs> so yeah, that's why I would never go there personally but um yeah. The real bogan wankers as well, so it's not like it's good well, Australian tourists. Yeah, I mean, I guess there's you know there's still some spots on this uh, this blue marble where you can kind of run off to one day, one day. Yeah, we'll, we'll do see. That. That's what I suppose that's what Dave's planning, isn't it? So, um, yeah, it sounds like it. So, yeah, it, um, we'll definitely have to go and stay with him if he does that. That's for sure. God, I should go into business with him. Really, if I can go down there. Well, about. yeah. Not know. I've got any money, but um, I've got gadgets. You go and cook, go and cook for him. I could do, yeah. yeah. You, could do a, you could do a podcast series in the middle of the bush. That would be Well, you could turn the whole thing into a YouTube thing as well, like a, a, a video. Bush Tucker story. Daily, I know someone's a, already done that. Yeah, daily, no, but a daily <laughs> video blog of setting up a business and running it and then adventures around the area and, you know, dealing with all the, um, well, how do I say this delicately there? Tasmanian locals. If it needs to be said delicately, probably don't say. Yeah, I probably shouldn't. No. I've met one Tasmanian girl, and she's—I um, don't want to say unintelligent, but not far off. It's, it's, I think that's probably a, a, a sweeping generalisation, Tim. As your as your lawyer, allegedly. If I, I say that, it's all right, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. I, I, now I'm sure there are some non. Unintelligent Tasmanians, I'm sure there must be. I, I would, I would have no idea of, of the state of the um, yeah, no comment from John of the Tasmanian people. It's not something that I'm particularly aware of. Um, yeah, so I will leave that to your better <laughs> knowledge. Question mark. Yeah, no, <laughs> I'm just. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking out loud. Um, but yeah, no, I, it it'd does, be a cool. It does place sound to amazing. This, yeah, I just watched exactly. a movie recently, actually called um, The Nightingale. Have you watched that? No. It's directed by. A lady called Oh goodness, what's her name? Jennifer someone I can't remember. Uh, Australian director and, and she directed the Babadook. And then this is her second film follow up and it's set in, in kind of eighteen eighteen eighty or something like that, about um it's basically like a revenge tale. It's and set in the Tasmanian bush. It's yeah, it's gothic very drama. good. Sorry? Gothic drama. Is that what it um yeah yeah i guess so i mean it's it's jennifer pretty kent. brutal but but yeah it's it's very good um i would recommend it jennifer kent is that who you're thinking that's about? right yeah. Yeah. yeah oh yeah that sounds yeah it's a very very good movie um not for the faint-hearted that's for sure yeah okay, okay. it looks pretty full-on fucking hell yeah yeah it's great jordan um, peele's just remade uh the candy man have you heard about that yeah i've or seen the trailer for that good. um yeah. Yeah, it looks it looks interesting. I, I don't. I Candyman's one of those movies we probably watched it when we were like fifteen or something like that, and I don't remember it that well. I don't remember it being that good. I, I think it scared me, so I didn't watch it. 
Oh, I saw a bit of it and I was like, nah. Don't yeah, you don't really do the horrors, do you? <laughs> Not really. I got traumatised by Event Horizon. <laughs> delicate, delicate disposition. Yeah. But, I, uh, my relation yeah, is just too vivid, man. I just can't handle it. It's just... Um, yeah, uh, well, I just have dreams enough. about cat, stuff cat I watch. I can't watch horrors for that reason because she just yeah. ends up having horrible nightmares afterwards. Maybe I'm just dead and cold inside. Yeah, it and must that's be. It, it yeah. Is, but, <laughs> but yeah, there's some really great horror movies that have, that have been... Uh, coming out recently and and uh, one of my favorite podcasts evolution of horror are just brilliant uh, uh, going through like genre by genre like the history of, of different strains of horror if you like you know going back to some really early stuff and and it's been fun actually sort of listening listening to those and and uh, watching some films i'd never heard of and and actually they talked about Candyman on that and um they were sort of saying that they, they thought it was really good. So, yeah, I mean, I, I would like to watch it again at some point, and I think this Jordan Peele thing would be interesting. Did you? Did we talk about Us? Have you seen Us? I Get haven't Out? seen those, no. I know they're supposed to be really good, but... Um... Yeah, Get Out's amazing. Yeah. Like, you should definitely watch that. And it's not really a horror film, to be honest. So it's... Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's more of a like, social drama, almost. So it's... Yeah, okay. It's great. I mean, and then his follow-up, Us, is a very strange film, but it's really, really well shot, yeah, okay. well acted. Um, yeah, it's it's well worth checking out. Uh, it's Yeah, I think it's one of those movies that is probably not quite as good as Get Out, but it's still definitely worth a look. Yeah, okay. Um, That'd be cool. Yeah, and yeah, there's some, there's some great ones, some, like Ari Aster's films and... Midsummer and and uh, Hereditary. Yeah, Midsummer I've heard of, but I read about it and I was like, oh, I don't know, that might freak me out. So I don't know. Again, it's not, it's <laughs> yeah. not really that horrific. Well, yeah. it is horrific, but it's not scary. It's yeah. um, it's just like some gory amazing shit, imagery it? and yes, it's gory. There's some very gory bits in it. Um, is that what's that thing where they do the Viking wing thing or whatever, where they <laughs> pull your lungs out through <laughs> your back? Spoiler alert. Um, yeah. But yeah, you don't you don't see too much of that. Um, yeah, Blood Eagle. Um, yeah, Blood Eagle. Yeah, yeah. Uh, fucking hell. You, have you watched Vikings? Vikings? Uh, no, that was one that was on my list of things to watch, but it's just yeah, it's ever ever. Yeah, the first the growing. first like three or four seasons with Ragnar Lothbrok, they're they're really good. Yeah, okay. <laughs> you know they're 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 actually surprisingly historically accurate, which I was I was sort of slightly surprised to find. Um, you know, not totally, obviously, but yeah, yeah. Um, but they're very enjoyable. They're just very very beautiful people killing each other. Yeah, it's <laughs> always entertaining. Yeah, yeah. I'll um, have to watch that one. Yeah, yeah probably quite. Quite, it. it's kind of quite full on. Some of those early ones they get a bit softer as it goes along, but yeah, right. yeah it's really good. I've I've been getting into listening to some fairly dark Norse folk music recently, which is pretty <laughs> okay. weird. Yeah. <laughs> It's Viking-esque stuff, oh, which Jesus. is uh, amazing. I think Kat's slightly worried that I'm about to cover myself in tattoos and, and um, start wearing antlers or something. Yeah. <laughs> Carrying an axe around <laughs> everywhere you go. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. There's something my, about it that, vet that, talking about. that uh, resonates with my soul somewhere. Yeah, I don't okay. know, it's weird. Got a bit of, Maybe uh, in a past Norse life. Or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's some There's some really cool stuff out there. Some, yeah, but that's a, probably a whole other podcast. Yeah, God, yeah, probably. Fucking hell. Um, so what were we going to um, 
we made a, a, a hastily sketched, hastily sketched list of things we were going to talk about. Um, yeah, we're going to meander through a few bits and pieces. What were we going to talk about? We were talking um, about YouTube, music initially. streaming services. Streaming. That's what was one of them. Yeah. So have um, you? Well, let's let's good um, thing, bad thing. You decide. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's talk about that now, and then we can get onto YouTube okay. in a bit. But yeah, the music streaming because you're not really on it, are you? I have not got a subscription to a music streaming service yet. Yeah. And again, this probably fits in with what we were talking about earlier is me being a, a bit of a grumpy old man and a bit of a Luddite. And, um, yeah, I mean, I was the same until I got it and I was like, oh. <laughs> it's just, yeah, it's just I, I, like... I can see that I can see it's not going to be long before we probably do get something like Tidal or Spotify or something like that. But, I mean, Tidal's the best in terms of audio quality. So if you want really good quality audio then that for sure is the standout but it is the most expensive um yeah i I think i don't know i mean the reason i think we're probably going to end up getting it so we've got we've got a little one on the way as you know um and i can imagine that once you've got uh, a kiddie in tow being able to pull up a load of kiddie music that that they might want to listen to would be quite handy um the stuff that you wouldn't necessarily want to buy um so that could be quite useful for that i think okay, i think one of my biggest music. issues i've had with it all the kiddie music is well, <laughs> they don't know uh, this is this is nine inch nails it's it's a genre i just don't understand um but no it's i, I yeah there's a couple of things about the streaming scene that i've i've had issues with um so i i tried when uh, I think when Amazon Prime came out, they had Prime Music, okay. um, and we had a Prime subscription at the time, and and uh, we had I had that for a bit, um, and that was that was okay. I mean, they didn't have all stuff on it; it was quite limited. And then yeah, when Amazon released the their sort of full um, streaming service, they basically cut everything on that Prime Music subscription to fairly fairly basic, so it wasn't really. Worth that it. worthwhile like every time you went to search for something it wasn't there so yeah. and that, that was quite good in terms of trying things that that you wouldn't necessarily buy um like try before you buy type thing um and there's definitely a few things that i discovered as a result of that like yonzi's album and stuff like that and that's which was, the biggest thing about it i think the, the biggest yeah and that was that, that was great i mean and but one of the things I, I tended to find was when I was listening to stuff on that, I didn't fully kind of engage with the music. And and I think we've talked about this before. Like when you buy something and you you have a limited budget and you're sort of slightly cheesy about what you then buy, it means that when you buy something, you have to kind of, you're almost you're investing in it and you're trying to kind of, I guess in a way sometimes justify your, your purchase and yeah. listen to it a few times. And I think one of the things I found with a lot of the albums that I really love over the years is that a lot of the music I listen to is relatively complex. That sounds like a really wanky thing to say, doesn't it? But you know, yeah, a lot the music of the I listen to I, is incredibly lot, complex. <laughs> yeah. A lot of my, a lot of my favorite stuff is I've not necessarily liked it the first time I've listened to it. And it's taken, oh, yeah. I mean, know, I think four the good or five, albums actually maybe do take ten a bit of time. spins to yeah. kind of get fully involved and, and understand what it, what it is. And you know, I can think of a lot of bands like that over the years that I've listened to, and 
you know, things like The National, for example. When I first listened to The National, I didn't particularly like them. I like, I, I, you know, I, the album I had was, I thought it was all right. But then, you know, about five listens in, I was like, my God, this is incredible. Um, and so if I'd have just stumbled across it on a streaming thing and then just skimmed over it and maybe listened to it once, I never yeah, would have... Yeah. gone back to it i think yeah you need to be able to so, identify when an album is like that when you're streaming and think actually this could be pretty good but so you yeah you do need to i guess be able to identify that but maybe you're right by investing money into it you're more inclined to give it more yeah. of a go so yeah exactly so there's that and then the other the other sort of the other side of it for me is that you know in terms of how bands are paid that was fucked yeah i mean it's the, it's, the streaming services yeah. are terrible in terms of in oh, terms yeah, of yeah. giving well that's why tidal is supposedly the... the best because they give the highest proportion but there is also yeah. reports that they don't they have all this money but they're not sharing it yet <laughs> like holding on for it for too long or something so i'm not yeah. quite and, sure what's and the going whole, on with that so yeah the whole music industry has changed right as, as a result of this and and uh you, I think it's very difficult now. It was always very difficult as a band or an artist to try and make it. Um, but if you did make it, obviously it was a very lucrative career. And now it's not like that at all. You know, bands do not make money from from making new albums or selling albums, and and they, you know, they make, they tend to make money on touring and merchandise. Well, that's and it. Like that. That's why the touring, it's... ticket prices are so high to go to gigs. Yeah, yeah, like. Yeah. I, we just don't go gigs anymore, really. Like the ticket prices are so high. For the- well, I guess that's where they have to recoup. But then again, you know, how much is the artist getting of that? I suppose it depends on what sort of deal they have. I suppose, but um, yeah. So there is. Yeah, I mean, but I guess it's merch, but also like Instagram and like you know social media. They can make money through that if they're clever with merchandising. Advertising, yeah, and video plays stuff and, and stuff on, so, on YouTube. Yeah, and so there is that's the other thing we're talking about, like trying trying stuff out before you buy it. Well, you can do that on YouTube now, anyway. You know, like yeah, yeah. you don't you don't have to necessarily have a streaming service to do it, or even YouTube Red or whatever yeah, they call yeah, it. Yeah. I mean, there's a whole thing. With, listen to a few adverts. Yeah, there's a whole thing with comedy. That's it's, there's a similar thing happening at the moment. It's like there's a lot of comedians who are realizing, and one guy in particular called Andrew Schultz. Andrew Schultz, he's from New York. He's just releases everything on YouTube and he just does short little five minute bits of his stand up and just every few days he's releasing stuff and he's got massive yeah. because of that and now is doing really well and then signed a really good deal with a uh, a company like a streaming company like Netflix or something and they've given him like two million dollars or whatever to for, for one for one stand up special. So all because he decided to give a shitload of his stuff away for free, get the user base and yeah. then go from there. So there is an argument for you know using things like that in that way and then maybe you know streaming music services could be a similar yeah um i think you, you just got to be clever for, haven't for you with artists, it because yeah. uh, you might not your, the argument is, is that you may never find someone but then with these algorithms on especially apple music's really good for it recommending things that it thinks you'll like based on what you listen to and you're like oh who's this and you check them out and you're like oh fucking hell these guys are awesome and they're just some mm-hmm. you know tiny little underground like for me it's all hip-hop so it's tiny underground like hip-hop artists and you're like wow this guy's cool and then you look into it and you know 
But yeah. not that I go out and then buy the album. Some some of them I might support, but it's um, yeah, through Bandcamp. Well, that, that's so, yeah, that's the other thing. It's like you know, you if you want to support artists that are small and and probably struggling, you know, I'd, I'd prefer to to chuck some money to them and buy the album. Yeah, know, like Bandcamp. Just to try and keep them going, you know, because yeah. I'm like, you guys are making music that I want to hear and I want to hear more of, and uh, if I can help by doing that then then i will and i think the other thing that's interesting it's like the resurgence of vinyl isn't it yeah well that's huge they they're doing a lot of like limited edition special runs all this sort of stuff with merch and um yeah so they're you know making money that way as well i guess but um and that's that's basically people who love music saying that i want to consume music in a different way i don't want something that's as disposable and and empty and and i think again it's it all ties into this like we talked about for the social media stuff it's like it's like junk calories and junk food isn't it you know it's yeah. just like this this idea of over consumption and oversaturation and actually what you're consuming is just meaningless like scrolling through a social media feed how much do you actually remember how much actually sticks and it's the same i think with for me, that's what I feel like music streaming services are. You know, it's just people crunching through vast amounts of music without really engaging with it. Oh, no, totally. And, and a, lot, a lot of the time um, you'll think, oh, you think of all these artists to go to and you'll go through your phone and go add, 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 add. And then you don't forget half the time who you've added. And it just happens if it randomly comes on when you're on shuffle all or something that you go, oh, who's this? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I added them. Yeah, and then you maybe look at it. But you can kind of, yeah, just rush to I mean, add I, people I, in and then I know just that, there's, there's yeah. probably a lot of people who are listening to this thinking god this this guy's like stuck in the past and no i think know, a lot of people what, understand what a, it there was a, a there was a great podcast that rogan did with the black keys about it was about six months ago now but mm. he, the main guy from the black keys talked about this for about an hour they just went really deep into it and he actually told it from his perspective as an artist and as an artist who sees younger artists struggling because of this whole problem and it's really yeah. interesting what he talks about so um it's uh, i think it's yeah. i think it's better than probably music piracy you know so like well yeah 10, 15 yeah. years ago when people were ripping albums off straight off the internet and, and the artists were not seeing anything from it i mean that's it almost feels great. like legal um, piracy though because the artists still aren't getting very much i mean they're getting a bit and it feels, yeah, it feels like exactly. they're just going like, oh well we may as well be on there because even though we're not going to get much money at least we might get you know some plays and be heard but it's sort it's of, a bit like some kind of horrible abusive system isn't it where you know, someone is treated terribly and then every now and again gets a slight bit of respite yeah. and they, they feel thankful for the respite and thank their, their persecutor for... Yeah. for the, I mean, they the just have to thing. use the, whatever publicity they can get in other ways to make money if, if really that's, um, you know, what they have to do really to, to make it work, so... Um, yeah, it's, it's a, I, don't it, I don't know. It's a funny old world. I, I think I think it's very useful. I think the other thing, because I've read a few articles on this, and and you know, on various different platforms, in Pitchfork did a good article about it a while ago, and, and one of the points I think they made on there, which I, I tend to agree with, is a lot of people who listen to these sorts of these sorts of things, or they have like I don't know, smart assistant speakers and stuff. They they've done like research in terms of how people with those things listen to music. And most of them, you know, they're not really, again, sweeping generalization, not necessarily music fans, in inverted commas, and they're just people that are like, 
you know, oh, you know play dinner party music, play some pop music. It's more for background. You know, yeah, and play some, yeah, I don't know, don't whatever. Like um, you know, they're, they're not people that are sort of necessarily going out and seeking out certain types of music or learning about the bands or learning about, you know, or thinking about the lyrics or... Yeah, I don't, yeah, and I think, I mean, I don't know, for, for me, because I'm a real audio head in terms of high quality audio listening experiences, which yes, it just elevates. recommendations on, on headphones yeah. for, for myself on that, that basis. I'm guessing you want a pair of those headphones for yourself now, not just for Kat. Is that <laughs> well, I've, I've been borrowing them. They're so, they're so good. Honest, they're so I was good. out mowing the lawn yesterday with them on. I was like, yeah. these are great. They've got, uh, <laughs> I was reading about them the other day because the Mark IVs will be out at the end of this year or early next year or something, um, they think. Um, and they were talking about, they've actually, the Mark up from, I've got the Mark Ones, I've got my dad the Mark Twos, and then you've obviously got the Mark Threes. The jump from the Mark II to the Mark Threes, they actually put an inbuilt, digital or DAC so digital to analog converter in it essentially it's got its own mini miniature amplifier in it that converts it? the digital yeah. signal into an analog signal and that's why the sound yeah. quality is so much better um, it sounds amazing I mean, they, they sound sensational just yeah, phenomenal yeah. Yeah. they're based so yeah, everyone that's the Sony Mark 3 the wireless WMX thousand yeah. Mark 3s or whatever yeah they're, they're fantastic there was a lot of There's, people actually when because just just got back from Japan recently and um a lot of people in Japan were wearing them. I noticed. I they, like, they're the, yeah, they are literally are, the best. Like, there's no argument. I mean, I, I recommended some other ones to you, which were still good, but it's the Sony is more expensive, but it's worth it. And I've had mine four years almost, at least, and they're still fine. The fuckers won't break. Yeah. That's really frustrating. I want to get the new ones back. <laughs> they won't fucking break. They don't mark up. They, well, the battery is still. The moment, so don't get them just yet. No, no, no. no yeah. That's for sure. The, the battery, the battery <laughs> is still are, as good as really the day good. I got it, and you know it, it's um they're just such an incredible. And the interface on the side, the touch thing, and the next track, last track, you know, volume up, down. You can yeah. you can turn off the noise cancelling by just holding your hand on it, so you can hear what someone says, and then take your hand. It's fucking such a good system. Yeah. Like it's yeah, it's, it's a very good system. And it's better well, it's than anyone impressive. else. And, Sony, and you can do it. You can answer phone calls and stuff as well on it. Yeah, 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 yeah. So do all of that. So it's yeah, it's it's very they are very impressive. Incredible. So um, when you've got something like that to listen to, it's um it's awesome. And that also for me is why the music streaming is really good because I've got obviously Apple Music on my iPhone and that's included in my um, uh, phone bill so I don't get charged for okay. usage so I, I don't have to have anything on my phone I can just stream everything it doesn't cost that's me that's pretty good yeah that which also good. means space I can free up space on the phone as well which is great and then you can literally with those headphones I just go onto songs shuffle all and then you can just next track when you don't like the song that comes on so you never need to go into your pocket to get your phone. You can just control everything off your ears. And it's, yeah, it's I mean, such that, a good thing that's, for That's obviously really around. good if you're at home or if you've got like an unlimited and yeah, yeah. You know, I mean, streaming thing works. on your phone yeah. and, and you've got a decent signal. It's slightly hard in the rural area that we live. But Yeah, true. There are um, limitations. But if you live in a big city like yeah. I do, then it's, it does yeah, work. Yeah, if you're in so. a city, then it, it definitely makes sense. So. Yeah. And I think, you know, like for all this chat, I would imagine in X amount of time, we probably get, like I say, we're going to end up with one one of these things. Yeah. Um, I mean, I think, I think my other, my, my other slight gripe, again, sound like an old man, but it it's, 
it's very easy with all these subscription services to sign up to everything and realize that you've got huge amounts of money going out every month. Oh, mate, I'm doing it at the moment. It's like fucking multiple, yeah. multiple things. You're like, oh, God, you know, like... I need to cancel one of them. Yeah. <laughs> I just... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I, this title one, I don't need it because Apple Music, I think, is probably a better overall thing. The sound quality is not quite as good, but you can't really tell. I mean, it's I don't know. It, for for me, I'd always go Especially Apple Music out of all of them, just because if you've got an iPhone, you may as well. It just works so well. Um, but because I've got this awesome setup in my bedroom now with these this new system that I bought with my speakers and a really nice amp and all that. Uh, and it's like a smart amp, so I can just wireless everything through the amp, um, through my iPad. Um, and Tidal on that, the master quality recordings, which is like studio quality, like four times the quality of CD quality or something. It's fucking incredible. So I, and it's so, I mean, yeah, I really but... shouldn't be subscribed to it, but it, it is sensational. Like, um, so yeah i mean for that it's amazing and you couldn't you couldn't get that anywhere else like for me to go out and buy high-res audio files they're fucking expensive and they they the massive amount of storage like you're talking a, a yeah. gigabyte for an album like it's it's insane how like, you know it's like two or three hundred megabytes per song almost compared to an yeah, mp3 it's, it's, which is like four it's, megabytes it's interesting so, isn't it it's like yeah. I, I think you know these things will slightly evolve as, as time goes forward and it's a bit like things like blu-rays and, and dvds and stuff like that i, still I think they're better i mean obviously yeah. they've, they've been talking about the kind of the death knell of that for a long time but but actually you know there, there is a group of people that are interested in still collecting stuff and maybe having special editions well, like or, that yeah yeah and the um, quality is still better like i've done i admit it it was a bit geeky, but I've done comparisons between um, 4K Netflix streaming and I've got the same disc on 4K and a really, a really good system at home, like with my 4K player yeah. and all that. And I've done comparisons and it is much better on disc in terms of... Um, That's really interesting. They run a bit of noise through it and it's like bit rates are much, much lower. Audio quality is compressed. Like, so there is differences if you can do direct comparisons you do notice it but um for your average person you're not going to notice it and you know some stuff does look incredible still but there is compression on it like watching planet earth 2 or um i just got the new seven worlds thing on disc on 4k yeah, and it's yeah. fucking unbelievable man. On, on that telly it's just ridiculous like yeah, that's probably one to get. Although oh, mate. I can't amazing. watch nature documentaries now without crying. Oh, well, yeah. fucking Attenborough, man. He just pulls the heartstrings. You know it's coming in every episode. It's like, this is beautiful, <laughs> just, but I then look what we're doing to the world. And you're like, oh, God, I feel like a cunt. <laughs> so, <laughs> I just want to nuke humanity. Oh, mate. I was talking about this the other day, the fucking um, you know, Avengers Endgame Thanos thing. Like, Would it be that bad? Yeah. I don't know. I mean... Well, Just, that's, uh, that's why that's why Endgame is 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 very very good, you know. Like, and and some of the best films, the villain. You know, the villain is someone that you can at least partially kind of sympathise with. You know, they're yeah. not just like moustache twirling evil evil scenery to you. Um, you know, they've got they've got you know genuine grievance or a, a reason for the why they're doing what they're doing. And I think the Thanos thing probably fits in with that quite well, doesn't it? It's and I think we were talking about this the other day, weren't we? Like the bit in Endgame when it's like there's whales in the Hudson now. Yeah, um, and that is so good because Tony Stark's happy, and it's the only time he's actually happy and relaxed and at peace was once that had happened in the life he was leading, and then he yeah. sacrificed all of that 
to yeah, put it back to the way it was. Isn't it? yeah. It's just like living in the woods with this yeah. with pepper pots and their kids and yeah. you know, it's just a simple life. No one trying to kill him. No, no, yeah. It just you know, no aliens yeah. coming to you know and then he just sacrifices it all. It's it's um yeah. Look at this little one, perfectly balanced. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so good. No, I oh, so I, good. I love I love Endgame and, and Infinity War. I think they're just brilliant. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's um, yeah. Josh Josh Brolin's great in it. It's, yeah, they really they managed to turn Thanos, who could potentially have been a moustache twirling, yeah, scenery chewer, into a really decided. really good villain. Yeah. I'm actually talking yeah. of because um, we mentioned the other week oh, how, what movies are coming out. But obviously, New Black Widow is out in about a month or two or something. May yeah, or something, yeah. Unless, unless coronavirus cancels it, like the, the, they've um, done with James Bond. Yeah, I mean that's pushed it back, hasn't it? Because well, obviously there was still some stuff to film, and it's like fucking hell. You put out a trailer with so how's that work? Well, but I guess I maybe don't know. it'd be good for the movie. Maybe they'll just be able to refine it a bit more and, yeah. and um, you know tinker with it because there's definitely movies, <laughs> Star Wars, <laughs> that that really yeah. were rushed. Yeah. <laughs> why they rushed I, it though? It's like why why rush it? Just take your time with it. I mean, I don't quite. I mean, I was they, I don't know. I guess they it's rushed it because they release windows. It's, it, jazz, it's suppose, release it? windows, and Disney is is beholden to shareholders. So yeah. they basically make a forecast of, of financial predictions to shareholders, and they say we're going to do this in this quarter, and Star Wars yeah, is going to make I mean, this much money, and, and they have to stick to that. Otherwise, but, you know, all the bloody investors pull their money out. Um, they don't seem to have that issue so, with Marvel. They seem to space everything out really well with Marvel. But maybe that's obviously well, the people involved. I think in that's Marvel Kevin, are, Kevin Feige, yeah. who's who's just very clever in terms of planning out the release schedule. And I think the other thing that's really different between Marvel and and Star Wars Lucasfilm is that you know the Marvel Marvel have got a template to work from, so they've got all the graphic novels and comics from you know, many, many years ago to draw from. And although they don't follow them exactly, they are storylines story that are kind yeah. of established. Yeah, so they're not yeah, just yeah. like trying to make it up, which is essentially what they've done with the new trilogy for Star Wars. They've just like, uh, we didn't really have a plan and we just gave it to the next director and see how it works. It's, and it's, and yeah, I mean, that clearly has not really worked, you know. And I think yeah, maybe so, they should have given it to... Um, Ryan Johnson, the whole thing, I feel made. Yeah, and I know again, that it was like, really controversial. You know, people with what that, it did, that liked but... Last Jedi, there was a whole sway of the internet that hated it. And but then it's the same for it... Skywalker as well, like the last one. It, it, I think, even, I don't well, know. But that I think, did I think well, the people but... that liked Last Jedi probably didn't like um, Rise of Skywalker no, as much. I think like the problem with Rise of Skywalker is it pandered to a lot of the whingers. That, that were complaining yeah, about the last Jedi, yeah. you know, the, the kind of internet troll, incel, horror okay. people um, that yeah. whinged about, you know, female characters and female empowerment in, in the last Jedi. It's just um, ridiculous, isn't it? Not I've, my I've, Luke, all that crap. You know, it's like, hang on a minute, Luke was always a conflicted character, you idiots. You know, go back yeah. and watch the original films. You know, he was. Yeah. He was not perfect in the original movies. You know, go and watch um, uh, Empire Strikes Back again. Yeah. 
it's, you know, so yeah, it's, like, I, it's an interesting one, isn't it? I, I think I think Marvel have been very clever. I, I always get slightly annoyed when people say that they don't like Marvel films or they don't think they're any good. Yeah, they're Martin Scorsese, um, because you know you've you got tried to, watching you've got the Irishman. Respect what they've done, you know, and the stories they tell. You know, they're they're entertaining, they're funny. You know, they've got good action, they've good characters, well acted. Pulls on the heartstrings. Yeah, they're decent movies. I hope they I hope they can keep it going. Yeah, um, I mean, I we shall know. see. I think so. I think they will be able to. But um, yeah, because I was I was rewatching the earlier Star Wars, like the first three, as in the original, you know, the not four, five, six, but one, two, three. I think they're better than these most recent three. I think, and I know there was some well, annoying you mean, shit like, in them. Clone Wars and that, and, huh? Uh, you mean Attack of the Clones and all that? And, yeah, yeah. So like Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, and. Um, what's it called? I, I feel like yeah, I think I, Phantom Menace think, is actually probably the strongest of, and it's, it's so silly to say that, but I rewatched it and I was like, actually, the story in this is pretty good. And I know I there's some annoying. Them. I, I think. Annoying I think for me, one of the, the biggest. I mean, there's there's a number of like crimes in those those films, but yeah. like over reliance on CG not being the least of it. But well, like, yeah. yeah Bloody Hayden Christensen, yeah, he was the worst actor. Sorry, Hayden, I need you best, but yeah, <laughs> he was dreadful. Like how well, he well, got through listens. the process for those films, I just do not know. Yeah. I mean, like, even the kid in the first one who played Anakin was pretty annoying as well. But yeah, he was, he was terrible too. I mean, like the whole yeah. AB one, Darth Maul, Qui John, Guan Jin, or whatever his name is. Um, their part in it, I, I don't know. I quite, I quite liked it. It was cool. I just rewatched it. Yeah, it was like, actually, just, it's kind of cool. It's in those movies, like, definitely. The lightsaber um, battles, I think, are still out of all the lightsaber battles in the in those three, and then the most recent three. I think they were better in the first three in terms of um, yeah. in yeah. you know the Darth Maul thing in the first one in Phantom Menace. The you know um, the one with uh, you know Yoda and. What's his face, Mount uh, Count Dooku, and you know, it's so yeah, cool. I mean, and there weren't really any many movies mo- with Christopher Lee, and it. it's probably got a thumbs up from me, to be honest. Yeah, exactly. So, so I mean, it, and it's like they didn't really capture that in the most recent three so much. It wasn't the no, lightsaber there is, battles. There is stuff to enjoy in those early ones, that's for yeah, sure. Yeah, those the, the choreography, ones, depending on how you look at it. Yeah, but. I don't think the fight choreography was quite as good in the most recent three, personally, in terms of lightsaber stuff. But I think maybe that's the limitations of the actors weren't quite as gifted at that sort of thing maybe but i don't know i think that the lightsaber fight in last jedi in the throne room is epic yeah that's cool that's That's really cool but but then i I watched a fucking uh these guys called corridor crew uh these cgi dudes and they get stuntmen on to break down scenes in movies and cgi and all this stuff it's quite a cool youtube channel actually and they break that scene down and they pointed out all the bad not the stunt work. The stuntmen were good, but the two main characters, they missed cue points and they missed certain things. And you can see the stuntmen right. sort of hesitating. And it's like, oh, you know, maybe they should have just spent a bit more time on that scene. Oh, God. You know, I hate watching stuff out. like that. Because uh, once once seen, can't unsee. It's like, yeah, don't watch it. It's like once I, yeah, <laughs> once like, I oh, watch the, kind of, the, the mistakes in Aliens. And it's like, oh, no, oh I God, I shit. never want to see that ever again. Mm. Like yeah, I hate that kind of stuff. Yeah. So you just start looking out for it. Or I think I did the one for Gladiator as well, and I was just like, now I just can't watch Gladiator without seeing those things. Yeah, I don't think um, I watched that one, but um, yeah, yeah just don't. They're they're awful. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, yeah, I mean, you can, you, there's going to be mistakes in movies. It's just inevitable when it's something that big. But yeah. 
yeah, let's let's keep our fingers crossed that Marvel can keep keep up the the good work. Well, I mean, looking at um, the schedule, it looks there's the um, obviously you got um, Black Widow, which I'm so glad they finally did. I just wish they'd done that a bit sooner, but anyway, yeah, they've done it now. Yeah. Um, at least it's a prequel thing, so they can still have some freedom with the story. So that's cool, but. Um, I feel like they should have done it after Iron Man 2, maybe a few after that, but then obviously all the stuff with the Avengers things happening, there probably wasn't any time, yeah. so maybe that's obviously what happened. But um, so, Yeah, yeah. I, it, it looks good. I think the trailer looks good, so fingers I've, crossed. I've only um, watched one. I think the, the other movie that I'm quite... There's, there's a couple of things I'm looking forward to. There's a few horror movies that I'm really looking forward to. Um, there's a looks like a great British film coming out called St. Maud, which looks really yeah. good. Quiet Place 2. Um, I really want to see The Invisible Man. Um, I've heard mixed that, things about that. Yeah, I, I, I've, heard, I've heard pretty good reviews. And it's, uh, it's um, oh, who directed it? I can't remember now. I think it's pretty decent. Oh, I can't remember. Brain's gone. Um, but also, have you seen the trailer for Mulan? No. I'm trying to avoid the trailer um, and uh, go in fresh with that because it, it's a PG-13 as well, so it means it's probably not going to be quite so kidsy, which I think is quite good. So it looks amazing. Um, yeah, it's yeah. Really I, I, yeah, I haven't seen anything, so I'm, I'm, I think I was like, yeah, actually, I think I probably would want to go and see that. So I might. Um, yeah, it's got like Johnny Yen and Jet Li, and, and yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's. Uh, I'm really really hopeful that it's it's decent and uh, it's actually directed by the the. Um, Kiwi lady that did Whale Rider. I don't know if you ever saw that movie. I've seen that, yeah. Um, Great, great Kiwi film. Um, So, yeah, I mean, fingers crossed that's that's decent. Yeah, no, it's good. I'm sure. There's no animated dragon in it, so that's probably a good thing. I've never actually seen the Mulan cartoon. No, I haven't actually. I mean, it's on, I've got Disney Plus, so I can watch it, but I haven't, I don't think I will, because I assume it's just a remake of that, is it? I don't know. But. It is the same story, but it's not a room. It's not like a lot of these live action Disney things where they just kind of like repeat. Um, Essentially, it's, it yeah. acts as the storyboard for the movie, sort of thing. Really. Yeah, I watched, storyboard. I watched Lion just, King on the plane, and I was just like, I don't understand why you've done this. This is just bizarre. It's like the exact same movie, pretty much, with with some some incredible. I think CGI it was just an exercise in what can we do with the CGI. Actually, one of Ben's yeah, friends yeah. Uh, worked on it. Um, Ed, uh, you might have met him actually. Um, his yeah, uh, I remember Ed, 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 yeah. Ed, Ed the hippie, as he was affectionately known. Yeah, um, he worked on it some of it because he's a three D CGI guy in, in in the states. So he he worked on some of those. Huh scenes and stuff so which is pretty cool so yeah amazing um, i mean, yeah, I mean it's, it's sensational. very impressive i yeah, think yeah, yeah, I, yeah. but like, like you've got this bizarre thing but like what, what makes the lion king really great well, one of the things that makes it really great is that you've essentially got human characters that are inhabiting you know a cartoon animal so yeah. you've got all the kind of human expressions in the faces so you've got um i don't know yeah. uh, it was alan rickman wasn't it who did the who did yeah, me yeah. faster? Was it Alan Rickman? Yeah, I think so. Or wasn't he in I think it that was, was Jungle Book? Uh-huh. I think that was Jungle Book, wasn't he in that? I, I, it, I, I don't know. Oh God, was it Alan um, Rickman? I know he did whoever, one. Of whoever, them. whoever's the baddie in in, in uh, Lion King, me faster, uh, not um, Scar. Yeah, you know he's great. You know he's like properly villainous character but then you know you you put a real line in there and it hasn't got the same ability to do those sort of facial expressions and it would look really weird if it did yeah so you kind of lose all that that kind of aspect of the, of the character not least james l jones not, 
Mustafa. Uh, James Old James did Mufasa, yeah. Mufasa. And I think it was, was it Alan Rickman who did Scar? Uh, no, no, Chetui Ali Ali Gongi, whatever his name. Oh fuck, I can't pronounce his name. No, that's on the new one. Chetuo. Oh, you mean um, you, you were talking about the original jungle? Uh, the Lion original, King. yeah. Oh, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Yeah, maybe he did. I think it was Alan Rickman. Um, um, but yeah, and he's great. And um, you just can't get the same kind of characterization in a in a photo real lion. Yeah, and true. then they don't have, and then they don't have genitals either or arseholes. <laughs> it's a bit bizarre when it's face real. Oh, um, right. That's coming from a, a veterinary perspective. Yeah, yeah. But, I didn't notice that. Um, I, should, I haven't watched. That yeah, actually, so, um, <laughs> it's a bit of an odd one. Yeah. Uh, yes, yes. So yeah, some interesting films coming up. That's for sure. I'm looking forward to Mulan. Yeah, um, I didn't really. Th- yeah, yeah. I think that's going to be good. I mean, I'm looking forward to New Bond as well, even though it's been delayed. I think that's going to be good. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, so, I'm hopeful for that. Like the um, the trailer's good. Um, again, I don't know if I watched maybe the teaser, but I haven't watched any more apart from that. So I'm just trying. Yeah, to I only tend, I only tend to watch teaser trailers. Yeah, they give they give too much away in the other ones, but teasers tend to be alright. Um, gives you a bit of an idea, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I was trying to think what else is coming out, but uh, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I'm waiting for 1917 to come out on disc because I'm going to. That's coming out really soon, actually. Even though it was only out recently, they're they're run, yeah, They seem to be getting much shorter times between disc release and streaming release and and cinema. So, um, yeah, because I didn't get around to watching that in the cinema in the end. So, I'm <laughs> did you see? Did you see Terminator Dark Fate in the end? No, no. Did you? <laughs> Yeah, I think you should watch it. I think you'll really enjoy it. I think I'll wait for that to head on streaming and then I'll watch it when it comes on there. So it'll probably be out pretty soon. I thought, that, I so. thought it was really decent, actually. And, yeah, and, it did uh, really badly, though, didn't it, in terms of ratings? It did terribly. So, you know, and I think it just it, it had a number of things that didn't go in its favour in terms of... Because actually the reviews are good for it. It's like yeah, yeah, it's so weird. 70% so it's, or something it's on well Rotten Tomatoes. But no one went like to watch that, it. But, so. But yeah, I think people have just had so they were so yeah, sick from crap Terminator films, and they just—I yeah. think most people just thought it was another crap Terminator sequel, yeah, yeah. Um, and didn't really understand that it was like a sequel to Terminator Two. Yeah, I think uh, um, maybe I don't know. It's, it might be one of those things that actually turns out to be really popular when it comes out on disc and streaming and stuff. Everyone just sort of yeah, I'd, I'd be tempted to. I'd like to see it again actually. Um, yeah, I definitely like, watch you when know, it's like out, Terminator Two is so good. I mean, you're never going to top that. And Terminator One's amazing too. So yeah, yeah, yeah. it's a bit of a it, you know, it's third place in terms of those movies, but it's better than yeah, all the other Terminator too. films that have come out. <laughs> yeah, God, they um, I, I, I think you'd really enjoy it. I'd, I'd recommend checking it out. Yeah, I'll, I'll check that out when it comes out for sure. So um, yeah. I really want to. I really want to rewatch um, Doctor Sleep as well. I haven't um, watched that yet either, actually. So again, it's an extended. Wait, the, so. I think the, the DVD or whatever it is, a Blu-ray's got an extended cut on it, um, which is a very, very long Mike Flanagan version, um, okay. which I think will be fantastic. Yeah, you I'm haven't you haven't watched The Haunting of Hill House, have you? No, I think I did start to watch it and then got distracted with something else. I can't remember what, but. It's the best thing on Netflix. Do you reckon? It is amazing. Yeah, yeah. you should definitely watch it. I know you don't like horror, but <laughs> it's um, it's a ghost story. Yeah, okay. and it is brilliant. Yeah. I, I, yeah, anyone who hasn't watched it is listening to this. Just go, go out now. That's a series, go, isn't it? Though? Find a dark room and watch The Haunting of Hill House on Netflix. Yeah. That's a series, isn't it? It's not a movie. It is. Yeah, yeah it's yeah, like yeah, a ten-part yeah. thing. Yeah, okay. It yeah. is brilliant. I rewatched. It's really good. Um, 
fuck, True Detective the other day. I think I am. Um, what, season one? Season one, yeah. I know that it was, yes. like, I saw it in JB Hi-Fi for like $6, the, like the disc. And I was like, fuck it. I was fucking, I've been wanting to watch that again. So I got that and watched it. It's like so, so good still. Fuck yeah, it's, it's brilliant. So good. <laughs> I rewatched it um, a couple of years ago. It's, it's fantastic. Just yeah, down. really, really, really rate that. Yeah, um, season season three was all right. We watched that recently. It's um, yeah, I haven't watched Marshall that. Marshall Ali. Um, yeah. Who's it's, the it's new? It's right. It's not as good as season one. Yeah, but yeah, okay. It's, um, I might have to watch that actually because that was on. Um, yeah, I think that was really cheap as well on, on Blu-ray. So I might have to get that as well. But yeah, like, yeah, six. But no, watch, watch. You should yeah, give Haunting of Hill House yeah, another go. It's, it's, it is scary, you know. It's probably scary some of it. Um, I tried watching the cat. We watched the first episode, and she was like, like "Not nope. for me." <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's just, yeah, it's really well done, really well acted, great yeah, story, okay. great characters. I might give it a um, go. I mean, very I've clever. Been... Like the, 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 I think it's the fourth and the fifth episodes are probably some of the best TV I've ever seen. Really? Yeah, okay. I'll give they it a do a one shot. I think in episode. Five, I think it is. They do a one-shot episode, pretty much. Really um, cool. I love and that it shit. is. I love that shit. Yeah, it's genius. It's absolutely genius. It's so good. They break those uh, that um, corridor crew YouTube thing I was talking about. They break down scenes like that, these one-shot things, and try and figure out how they did it. And like they're just blown away mm. by this stuff. They're just like fucking hell. Yeah. Sometimes you, I just don't want to know that. I just want to sit and enjoy it. Yeah, yeah, yeah true. I guess it's, so. It's nice. I like learning just... about all that stuff, the technical side of it. Like, yeah, I, 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 there's definitely a place for it. Like as long as they're not critical, you know. I, no, I, mate, these I guys mostly aren't critical. How difficult it is to make films and TV, and you know, it's it's really easy to just rip into everything. And I think, I guess that that comes a little bit down to my attitude. I like to try and, where possible, remain glass half full. Um, Yeah, definitely. I think you need to take a movie for what it is and what it's supposed to be. So, like, to certain expectations on things, like there are movies like um, these, like mindless kind of action movies, where it's not supposed to be realistic or, you know particularly deep and most of the time it's just supposed to be fun and silly and yeah just watch it and have fun yeah it? so you know you think like movies with the rocking or whatever like they're generally just silly fun ridiculously over the top crazy things but they're really enjoyable to watch a lot of the time so it's um you just have to take it for what it is sometimes and and mm. yeah, see the positives yeah. of it rather than you know, yeah just go with it you know and, and uh there's a time and place for all things i mean i like like highfalutin art house films as much as I like, you know, big budget action stuff. Um, As long as it's done well. Well, (laughs) You can do big budget action stuff terribly. Um, Equally, you can do it very well. Um, But yeah, yeah. I mean, hopefully, you know, they just start to realise that if they make quality stuff, then they make more money, i.e. Marvel. Yeah. Yeah, so, just take the yeah. time and actually make the mo- and just yeah plan the stories out, plan how they connect, and actually have something in place. Like yeah, it, it would just yeah. just keep giving Kevin Feige all the money and, yeah. and yeah. I feel like on. that's what they did with um, the Mission Impossible movies. They they finally they twigged on the fourth. Oh, quick, Christopher fourth. Christopher McQuarrie is just such a legend. <laughs> yeah. Um, he's, he's yeah. I mean, what he's done with those movies is insane. Is he the director? Yeah, yeah, because yeah. like the the most recent one was fucking excellent. I really liked it. It was just yeah, I, I thought it was amazing. And how yeah, it connected to cinema. everything. It was just. Oh. I think he's directed the new Top Gun movie as well. I think he has. Yeah, yeah. 
And that's probably going to be I, good I as heard well, him on a podcast talking about it and he's yeah. like yeah it's nuts yeah. <laughs> it's, it just sounds bonkers yeah because it's, it's like good as well i think it, oh i'm sure it's going yeah, to be it's basically another mission impossible movie but with f-15s yes <laughs> fucking sweet and um and you know with the mission impossible the the helicopter scene at the end where they're dog fighting a helicopter, yeah. you know tom cruise flew all of that himself oh yeah yeah he learned, yeah, he how, learned to how to do it he learned how to do combat <laughs> helicopter flying so that they could just specifically for those shots where he was it was clearly him in the helicopter flying the fucking thing just can so they could get these shots he just wouldn't have been able to get otherwise because if it was i mean he he has like had uh, yeah an amazing life (laughs) in terms of the things he's done he might be a weird guy in all the scientology shit the stuff that he does is just ridiculous and he's like He's coming up 60s, isn't he? Like, it's yeah, just, he's mid 50s, got to be. Yeah, yeah, it's so, bonkers. Like that. So, bonkers. Yeah, it's crazy, man. Yeah. And it's like he, um, have you, you've seen Tropic Thunder, obviously. The, yes, the yeah. character he plays in that is he's, he's genius as well. And it's just like he's a really good comic actor as well. You just don't really think. And and he kind of came up, I don't know if you've seen there's an interview where he came up where he talked about that character. And he said that to the director, because the director asked him to do it, and he's like, yeah, okay. And then he had a few ideas, he's like, right, I'll do it. But I want fat fingers, and I want to be really, and I have a fat suit on, and have really fat fingers, and I want to, I want to, I want a hip-hop dance. And he, the director, the director was like, what? And he's like, trust me. And he, he did a video for him with that, that music that plays, I think, at the end. And the director saw it, and he was like, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, you got, you've got this. And it's so fucking good. <laughs> He yeah, he's something so else, well. isn't he? Crease. He's just hilarious. Um, it's, actually, um, have you seen? Um, have you seen Once Upon a Time in Hollywood yet? Not yet. No, that's again. It's one. I think it's out on disc now. So I, I, I want to get it. So um, I, yeah, I heard a big spoiler alert really though, the other day. I was like, oh fuck. So anyway, never mind. Whatever. But um, yeah, it's, it's, it's uh, great. Yeah. So, oh, you, um, oh, you know, you know that you got spoiled, did you? I, I got spoiler alerted, but it was my own fault. I should have fucking watched it sooner. And I've been really good at turning things off, but I was just had a podcast going and they just literally talked about it. And I was like, oh, fuck, I went in mind. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's great. Brad so. is really good, isn't it? Yeah, like, yeah. I mean, it's probably worth it just to see, see the thing. So, yeah, I, I will watch it, but um, it's... Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see what um, what happens with this coronavirus thing, won't we? In terms of uh, impact on well, all sorts of things. But well, I mean, talking know, to Tom Cruise, they, topic, they had to um, cancel filming uh, Mission Impossible in uh, Venice. They they were they were due to film there for six weeks, and they just had well, to they just fly yeah, for the news this morning is that they've locked down something like fifteen million people in Lombardy. Yeah. In Italy, well, it's pretty much like, the whole north north of Italy. They're pretty much locking down, aren't they? I don't. It's know. mental, absolutely insane. Like I, I don't but know. Is it it's, any it's, worse than it's, it's other an things that one, have like, Yeah, I mean, the coronavirus. Obviously, it's you know, it's serious. You know, and then it can can be a fatal disease. But I think the I think the mortality rate on it is still under two percent. I believe. Which is, I mean, the flu's worse than that, isn't it? I believe so. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it depends on the type of flu. But like, yeah. yeah, I mean, if we if we ever get, and it will almost certainly happen again, like a really nasty flu that goes around, like AKA one. something like Spanish flu. Yeah, you know that killed twenty five to fifty million oh, people. people yeah. um, early part of well, just after the First World War. You know, if we get one of those that goes around. Like people are going, to, the world is going to lose its mind, you know. Like, oh, it's nuts. It's bad and enough. It's bad enough. The impact at the moment is having on 
I mean, obviously the people are sick with it, it's bad, but, you know, in terms of quarantine and, and well, business yeah, impacts and all that kind of stuff, it's just enormous. I mean, I, I went to the supermarket yesterday and there's no loo roll. Like, what is local, that about? It's, local local it's, been, it's been happening I'm here. Like, I'm like, everyone in the office was like, why are people buying loo roll? Like, it just seems like that and like, rice or whatever, that. but it's like, like loo roll. It doesn't give you the shits. <laughs> Why are you buying, panic buying loo roll? Yeah, and if you're panic buying loo roll, shouldn't you be panic buying food? And yet the foods, there's no like food yeah, shortage in the supermarket. Yeah. I feel like it's a um, a clear like talking of the Thanos thing. It's like a clear defining split. If you went out and panic bought loo roll, you're in the that side that's going to get clicked out of existence. <laughs> and everyone else who didn't, I think that's a really nice way of splitting it out and going right. There we go. You guys people, all people maybe going to listen back to this in six months' time and go like, well, maybe you guys should have bought some loo roll. Yeah, I'm here just <laughs> shitting on the floor or something. <laughs> after, after all, we're living in a post-apocalyptic nightmare. I'm prepared, mate. I've got all my knives ready. My lights. You've got your face mask. You, you I do have a face mask, actually. <laughs> yeah, I do have a, I do have a yeah, respirator. You just, need, you just need a couple of spikes on that bad boy. Yeah, I'm going to um, fit out the car with a... Uh, yeah. yeah. Get some spikes on it. Yeah, spikes. You know, maybe get a chainsaw. Yeah, um, you'll yeah. you'll be all good. You'll be good. But no, it's 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 crazy. Yeah, like, I don't get it. It's it's such a strange one. I, I mean, it was. Oh. It's like the face mask thing as well. Like you know, the experts say that basically wearing a, a crappy face difference. mask is utterly pointless because you know it's a droplet infection, and if. <clears throat> You've, as soon as you take the face mask off, and that doesn't make a perfect seal anyway, yeah. you're basically potentially going to transfer droplets from or to your face anyway. Well, yeah, because it, it can be on your hand or on your arm or whatever. Someone's yeah. touched you, and it can stay there for two weeks or whatever it is, isn't it? Or there's a, there's a, it can stay yeah. alive out of a body. Yeah, the for incubation a, period for it is, is about two weeks, they reckon. Yeah. Um, which is going to make it very difficult to contain. I mean, we're, I think we're almost in a situation where, the, you know, containment is essentially, yeah, it's, it's like pissing into the wind. I mean, really. if they want to contain you it, they just, just have to shut down all international travel for a period of a month or whatever it is and just go, right, no, we're just, everything's locked down. At least then you can contain it into each country. And then, but then how far do you go with that? I mean, I don't know. It's, um, I mean, how far, how far do you go for an infection that, that essentially compared to a lot of other infections, is not that serious. I feel like um, they're cashing in on this quite a bit. They're about yeah, to pass I mean, yes, something. Yes, you're, you're serious if you're immunocompromised or you're an yeah, infirm elderly person. Or, then, yeah, yeah. yeah, that's absolutely you know, fair enough. But you know, from a macro level, it, there are other things that you know, potentially could be far, far worse and, and have a much, much bigger impact. But I don't know. I mean, there's... I we, we just had a, an airline go out of business in the UK a couple of days ago. I don't know if you heard yeah. of Flybe going under. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, and that, that's not obviously entirely down to coronavirus, but... That was probably the last nail in the um, coffin for it, wasn't it? I think they did say that it was basically the nail in the coffin yeah, yeah, for yeah. it. Um, so, yeah, I think, don't think that's the last of that kind of thing that, that we're going to see in oh. terms of business impact. So I think if only um, you'd been smart enough to, to invest in a, in a company making face masks about yeah. six months Bug ago. roll or face masks, yeah. We could, we could pretty much have retired at this point. Yeah, I was actually listening to a YouTube thing today or watching this thing and this computer guy was saying, if you're going to buy stuff, if you want to upgrade your computer, do it now because in a few months there could be nothing because they just stops 
making everything like in in china it, it's going to impact so much stuff that um stuff yeah, going to start running out realize how much it relies on the, the chinese supply chain yeah, yeah it's huge. that's for sure so um yeah they were saying buy now basically so um not to panic everyone or anything but anyway whatever um, <laughs> run out and buy your expensive computers now you must do it quick yeah. before they run out and they're pretty priced it's like, go up and yeah everything, get so. yourself stocked up on loo roll like uh, under one arm have a bunch of loo roll and yeah. under the other arm have your pc six thousand dollar pc, PC. <laughs> yeah just yeah. Cause, you know, why not? and then you're fine you've got, you you go got to keep then. up your content creation during this time while you're quarantined inside so oh no um, it's on my pc people are <laughs> Uh, there's this whole remote working thing that's being pushed now as well. So there's a company that does really high quality video conferencing and they've like, you buy it from them like as a, a subscription or like a system and it's really good quality and fast servers and all this shit. So because everyone's having to work remotely now and they've made shit loads of money in the last few weeks because everyone's yeah, just been buying yeah. the system. Um, Cause everyone's just having to yeah work remotely. So um, mm. and you know schools are being shut down my mate thinks he might have to start doing it because his school might get shut down that his kid goes to and so yeah. they'll have to you know basically yeah not be able to go to work because he's got to look after his kids so um well the worst case scenario at the moment uh, i think the government over here has said that their worst case scenario is that the fifth of the workforce is going to be um quarantined at home okay. which is pretty high i i, I don't know i don't know i I wonder what the right thing to do is, whether they... Yeah, I guess they have to do stuff like that. I, if they want to yeah. just nip it in the bud, I think they have to. But then over in Australia, okay, a few months back, maybe six months ago, they were trying to ban large gatherings because everyone was protesting against the Morrison government because the guy's a dickhead. Um, and they were trying to ban all these like public kind of events of people protesting that sounds that sounds a little bit draconian and now, a little bit totalitarian last week they announced oh i think we're gonna have to stop large gatherings because uh, to halt the spread of coronavirus oh i think we're gonna have to pass this thing and it's like oh that's very fucking useful we, what we're gonna it? need is some emergency legislation yeah like a bit like the post 9 11 yeah. emergency legislation in the u.s yeah that we can just we're gonna have to we're gonna have we... to monitor you now yeah you know homeland security it's fucked isn't it it's um yep yeah, it's like <laughs> we get we wander sort of deep into some sort of conspiracy oh, like tinfoil hat wearing oh, i've been i've been watching a lot of uh, have you had eddie bravo he's a conspiracy oh no i haven't so, I, bet, I, bet, I bet you've been talking to dave about this as well dave no we haven't talked about this actually hat out i don't know if we have talked maybe a little bit but um, he, loves, so, he loves a tinfoil hat does dave yeah this guy Hi, i mean dave. <laughs> hey, dave he's um this guy Eddie bravo he's a friend of rogan's and he's like this jiu-jitsu fucking legend like amazing jiu-jitsu he's got jiu-jitsu schools all, all over the planet um it's 10th planet jiu-jitsu if anyone wants to know um but he's goes deep into fucking conspiracy theories he's got a podcast called i think tin foil hat or something like that um it's actually it's a comedy podcast like it's a piss take sort of but they do go deep into conspiracies like epstein and all this sort of stuff and flat earth and fucking you know all this kind of nonsense um but yeah. he he's been on uh joey diaz are they podcast. like are they sort of debunking it or it's a bit of both like they go they just discuss it they just talk about conspiracy theories they've heard and just go into mm. it and have fun with it basically but um but some of the stuff he definitely believes i think but it's hard to know with him because he is he's kind of a comedian as well so he does like stand-up stuff as well so it's one of those yeah. where you're just not sure but he was going deep into like jeffrey epstein and like the coronavirus and all this kind of stuff and theories that it was a uh, um 
<laughs> there's theories that it's it's a it's a virus born from the radiation caused from 5G, and they reckon there's this big 5G rollout of testing in I've Wuhan. I've heard this, yeah, because they're, like, they're, like, they're trying 5G in Wuhan. Yeah, because they say it displays similar symptoms to radiation poisoning or something like that, which I'm not quite sure about. <laughs> but, um, and then there's also theories that it was a oh, government-based um, virus that someone went in and either it was released deliberately or it, someone got in there and it's like, you know... It was terrorism. Thanos, mate. Yeah, maybe it was. Yeah, it's it was a, Thanos. It's, it's always planned. So, yeah, I, I will wipe out slightly under two percent of the population. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but only the weak, only the old, and the young, and uh, yeah. yeah, all the cunty people are going to oh, survive because they're just too angry and they stay in on their computers criticizing everyone all day anyway. So they're, they're yes. not in contact yeah. with anyone other than like online. So little fuckers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fucking hell. I had someone comment on one of my videos. They just put lots of Zs, like it was boring. And I mean, to be honest, it probably was a bit boring, but it was like, fucking hell, I've got like five views on this video and you've commented on it and like broken my heart for two weeks. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> I was going to comment back and go... Say, never read the comments on Oh, the mate, I, I've turned them off now. If I, I'm kind of toying with the idea of just having them turned off the whole time because then it's like, well, they can't do anything. So like, why do you need comments yeah. anyway? So... Yeah. I was going to reply to did this. You, did, you like, did you like my video? Yeah, it's cool. Yeah, yeah, really good. Yeah, the editing's good, actually. So, no, thanks. I like the little, uh, yeah, in jokes and stuff, and the Suntory time thing was quite funny, which I always quote that at work, and no one fucking gets it, but anyway, never mind. Oh, I couldn't resist it. When we saw that the beer was made by Suntory, it was yeah. just like, I know what <laughs> we did. Suntory time. <laughs> yeah, it's such a great... Um, uh, movie as well so it's the whole reason why I stayed yeah. at that fucking hotel because <laughs> of that movie yeah, so. yeah. yeah and the hope yeah, I'd meet Scully it was fun to do actually I mean like I, I like making the little videos I mean I'm yeah. you know very amateurish and some very amateur it's, I mean, editing's great fun it, man it's, it's really good so. yeah they're, they're nice little like memory boxes they for the future and you know, if people want to watch them, that's fine. If they don't, as they think I'm just showing off or being a dick, then that's fine too. Yeah, I don't so really what? care. But um, yeah, it's it's a bit of fun. Yeah. You never yeah. know, mate. Yeah, Someone might watch it and then you get 10 million views and you'd be like, right. Unfortunately, do if I do now. that, then I'm not going to get any money from it because I've basically used copyrighted music. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so. if you do but that doesn't matter. It's it's about the views. If people go, oh, what's this? And they watch it. It doesn't matter if you don't get money for it. You get you get views. I just you get, get a lawsuit from John Hopkins. No, no, you wouldn't because it's, it's, it's demonetized. So it doesn't matter. Oh, they just take it down. You don't get sued for it um but mm. you get lots of views and you get lots of subscribers once you got that then you're fucking set so you know yeah. most of these youtubers yeah. they don't you need i did the, i was doing the research you don't get that much money even if you get like a million subscribers like the actual number amount of money you get from that isn't a huge amount but it's the fact that you get that many views that you can then if you're savvy and you can drum up your own advertising which you do in mm. through the video that's where you get your money from and you just have to yeah. be savvy enough to do that. So it's um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what well, I'm um, aiming towards. We have YouTube, YouTube stardom awaits. If anyone wants to sponsor my videos, I think my best is about twenty views. I have thirty-five <laughs> subscribers, so um, there's thirty-five people that I can. Uh, of which I'm one of them. Yes, I think. thank you very much. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So uh, do you subscribe to me? I think you I might, don't know actually. if I do. I think I might do. I got an email from yeah. YouTube the other day saying, "Well done." Uh, what do they say? It's actually quite funny. They're they're being really overly enthusiastic for something pretty shit. But um, you got five subscribers. No, no. It, it literally says in bright red writing with like animated 
um, confetti. It says, OMG, exclamation mark. You had 213 minutes watched this month. That's 3.55 whole hours, exclamation mark. And then there's a little <laughs> rocket at the bottom. Um, so uh, You've basically been patronised by, uh, by YouTube. Yes, I had 66 views, 213 Look minutes Look how well watched. you've done. I got nine likes, two comments, one of which was from a cunt. Uh, <laughs> Richard, like, a lady Z's. A lady Z saying she found it quite boring and it, it made me depressed for about two weeks. Uh, <laughs> I got three posts and three shares. So, you're basically, um, you're, like, you're a victim of this social media thing that we talked about earlier. Yeah, you know, yeah. You're justifying your existence based on other people's opinion. I know, it's terrible. But um, if it means I can do that and quit my job, well, the job I don't have, then um, that'd be great. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know. Anyway, it's cool. I don't know. Oh, it's, it's good that it's they send it because it is. They're it's very. They're very positive, which is good. So you're like, oh yeah, okay. It's giving me motivation. I've got like three videos to edit, so I need to do that. But um, mm. it's. Um, I'm figuring out a rough plan. I think the rough plan is actually appearing in the video for a start. So I'm trying to figure out setups so I can get the angles and I don't know. Anyway. It's, You'll have to get makeup next and all that. I'm trying to lose a bit of weight so I don't look quite so fat on camera. So that's the first thing. So I'm I'm going like I not quite don't, full don't carnival need diet. need to be a little heavier. You know, it's got to be a good indication that the stuff they're cooking is good. I want to be the ripped chef. So both <laughs> drunkenness and body image. So, uh, yeah, so yeah so. you're gonna have to cut off the uh, the whiskey. Well, yeah, I'm I'm doing well with that. It's the uh, I'm, I'm actually trying to. I'm not I've not gone like full carnivore diet, but I've kind of ditched uh, like the naughty carbohydrates, like the rice and the pasta and the potatoes and that sort of stuff. So I'm sort of um, trying to kick that. You mean shit the stuff that my... your body needs to survive? Yeah, basically. Yeah, yeah. So it's um, <laughs> well, you still get the carbs you need from good veggies like you know broccoli and mushrooms and you know. Carrots yeah, you don't, get, like you don't get that much carb from them, though. And, you get a little uh, bit, but um, as yeah, much as, as much as the people hate carbs, it's like your yeah, brain, your brain, your brain needs it. Yeah, your brain needs it. Um, I tried full carnivore for a few days, about well, maybe not quite a week, and I lost quite a bit of fat. But then it's weird. It just, then your kidney shot down. No, no, um, it doesn't yeah. do that. It, it, <laughs> I don't. I, I stopped sleeping as well. I I felt like hyper alert, but not like lightheaded, but just really weird. Like you almost like become like a predator. You just want to kill everything. It's really weird. <laughs> like you just want to pounce on something and just eat it. Um, so I don't know if that's a particularly good thing, but yeah, I didn't really like it. So, um, but it did kick the the naughtier carbs out of my system at least. So I'm still doing potatoes it's, it's on the and sugar. off. So. Sugar's the bad one. Well, that's like, what I'm trying to sugar. kick next. But I, I like that's problems. that's the thing to cut out. But um, yeah. So. It's, yeah, um, yeah, it's interesting it's, uh, experimenting. With shit, so. Yeah, it's easy done, though, isn't it? When you're when you're hungry, but then it's hard to do a YouTube food channel when you're only cooking meat as well. It's just like, well, what the fuck do I do? Like, you can only cook a certain number of things, so it's like, you know, fuck that. So, um, yeah, you gotta mix it up a bit. So I made a homemade um, Big Mac club sandwich the other day just to compensate for it which was actually pretty fucking good actually it was really nice like sourdough bread that I cut in circles and then built this like club sandwich but with like you know like beef burger stuff and made my own big mac inspired sauce and it's actually quite tasty so that yeah, video will be up soon good. everybody it's so, me hungry just thinking about it yeah subscribe to Timmy Foodie on YouTube and everyone can watch it it's um it's a little bit yeah, boring you, but um you can become the 35th 36th subscriber 36 but um Please don't say it's boring. I know it's a bit boring, but I don't need to be told that. 
it's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. We're getting there. Yeah, yeah, that's probably fair to say. Look, you know, like we all make boring videos from time to time, but as long as they keep us entertained. Well, that's I'm getting there. I'm under no illusion that that mine is not going to allow allow me to retire. Yeah, well, you never know. It might Um, might give me something fun to look back on when I'm totally decrepit in X number of years. Yeah, oh, God. Um, Yeah, we'll see what happens. We shall see. We shall see. But uh, yeah, well, I think we've got some probably some topics for the next chat still um, to yeah, go. Yeah, at. I might write them down into my thing. I did this with Dave the other day, and then um, we thought of titles. I don't know what we'd call the title for this one. I'm trying to think of something funny. We didn't actually talk about Old Carbon either, actually, but I haven't finished it yet. So no, we didn't. We wait. No, well, we, I've, yeah, I've really been enjoying it, it. So I don't know how you found it, but I've, I've, I've actually quite enjoyed it. So I think I've um, enjoyed it more than the first series. Um, I mean, I've really liked the first series, but I, I think it's just continued it for me, and I've, I've really liked it. Anthony Mackie's really yeah, good. Yeah, no, in I, it. I have enjoyed it. I mean, I, Anthony Mackie is really good in it. Um, I think there's, there's a few shonky actors in there, but, you know, it is oh, yeah. at the end of the day, <laughs> you know. It, it is what it is. They're trying to do quite a lot, probably with a fairly limited budget. Um, Still looks good. Though. Yeah, it's got some. It's got some great fight scenes in it. Oh and, yeah, yeah, and uh, some good action, and and, and it's it's quite a, quite a good sci-fi concept. It kind of feels a little bit Blade Runnery, and, yeah, and yeah. Um, yeah, it's 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 all right. It's it's perfectly entertaining. Yeah, yeah. looks good as well. Like they've they've it. Yeah, it does. Yeah, shot pretty well. Yeah, I mean you're probably watching it in high def, but 4K baby, no, 4K Dolby Vision. Yeah, fucking, yeah, it's great. It's yeah, really I bet good. I bet that's quite nice. I'm just watching it in standard Netflix, but um, have you not got 4K Netflix? No, no, we could. Yeah, great um, man. Yeah, it's awesome. We, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's just another thing. Probably, though. Probably Although, if you get <laughs> if you get Disney Plus, then it's all what. This is why they're knocking it out of the park. It's half the price of everyone else, and everything's included: four K, multiple st- streams. Like, as in, you can have yeah. seven different people streaming off at the same time. Like, it's can you, is it? Are they doing like the multi subscription thing, like Netflix does? We can have like, you know. Yeah, so Netflix is like well. two or three is standard if you get the 4K one. Your one's probably two. Um, yeah. But Disney Plus is, um, there's no tier for HD, 4K, none of that. It's just all 4K if, if you can, if your TV can do it. And it's seven simultaneous streams, seven, seven simultaneous users can use it. That's amazing, isn't um, and it? And uh, they're doing a thing which I got. I got the year in one go because it worked out to be three dollars a month or something it yeah like the special offer they were doing so i just thought oh fuck it i'll just pay a year and it's done it was like seven, and, uh, how are you bucks. how are you watching it have you got an app on your tv or yeah 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 so there's an app on the tv um which just appeared one day um so i was like oh there it is and off you go um and uh oh, i've got it on my ipad and all that shit as well but um yeah it's just the app appears on the tv and you just watch it on there and everything's 4k like um it's uh yeah it's amazing anything that could be 4k is 4k so all the pixar stuff's 4k which just looks sensational uh mm. every single star wars thing is uh 4k and my mate it's funny he sent me this special edition 4k star wars box set that's coming out soon it's like 300 dollars or something and i'm like, I'm like <laughs> mate, why would i ever want that, i've man? got all of those films already and when the new one comes out i'll have that as well and it costs me three dollars a month <laughs> like why would yeah. i ever buy that and i get it it's yeah. probably a bit better but the disney stuff seems to stream at higher quality i mean it looks great so it's um 
And you've, I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's great. And you've got all the Marvel stuff on there as well. You've got um, literally everything. So all Marvel, all Star yeah, Wars. Yeah, we're going to get it. And, yeah, and I think the other great. thing that I'm super excited about is all the Simpsons. Yeah, all those as well. It's all the classic Simpsons episodes, which yeah. I, I, you know, every time I watch them, they are so good, the Simpsons from the late 90s. They oh, they're just, great. Yeah, they're great. So yeah. funny. I, I, I still don't think there's anything that's really surpassed that, the quality of the writing. Yeah. Back then, it's just Oh, Rick genius. and Morty for me is probably the best animated cartoon thing. Well, maybe Bojack. There's some really Bojack's good ones. Bojack's yeah, brilliant. I still haven't done the latest season. The Simpsons, yeah, isn't it? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. It's, it's much more Dark. serious and, and uh, <laughs> you know, um, a much more sort of considered um, analysis of, of depression and anxiety. Oh, yeah, and, absolutely, yeah. And, yeah, I mean, it's, uh, yeah, Bojack is just, I, I'd like to rewatch it all, actually. It's, yeah, it's I think so I'm good. Still partway through season five. I've got a few to go in that, and then I'll hit season six. But um, it's. Uh, yeah, I've, I finished it all. It's, um, I'm just waiting. Rick and Morty, the second part of season. Four will be out soon. I yeah, think, it's very funny. Which is so good. I do like Rick, Rick oh, and Morty so a lot. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, but no, no. I think we're definitely going to get in Disney Plus. At, uh, oh, it's worth it. it. It's so good. It's it's definitely worth getting, and because it's cheap. I mean, they're doing a, they'll do a deal on that. I'm sure that you can get a year. And yeah, they're doing they are doing a deal. So yeah, we'll, um, we'll probably get on that. It's, it's worth it just for the Mandalorian. Today. To be honest with you, I mean, I, I really liked it, and um, in in the next couple of years it's going to just completely blow up and be awesome because of all the other marvel and star wars stuff that's coming out on it so yeah wandavision and loki and all that and, yeah. and then the rogue yeah, one falcon the winter um, soldier yeah that one i'm on board for that rogue one spin-off with Cassarian or whatever the name is. oh yeah we didn't even i, I was going to mention rogue one when we were talking star wars that yeah. that's clearly the best star wars film Oh yeah, absolutely. Times. Yeah, to be honest, yeah. I actually really like Solo as well. To be honest with you, um, I, I feel like that should be a series, though. It, it, they shouldn't do another film. They should turn yeah. that into it was, a series. It was okay, it's, but Rogue One is is really oh, very good. The best, I think. Yeah. Whoever made that should have just made ev- all of them. I don't know what, uh, name it is, was but... um, Edwards, wasn't it? Um, Gareth Edwards. Yeah, is that it's just how um, how it was shot and the the just the vibe of it and just I don't know it, it was just all yeah, perfect the interesting thing with that was that, that, that it had real problems with the production you know there's a lot yeah. of um, talk of you know really serious problems like during the the making of it and to, to the point where they, they said that they actually had to bring in another director to, to sort it out and but for some for somehow despite all of that it came out fantastically <laughs> yeah um, and who knows what the, what the true story with all that was yeah, but um, yeah I mean it's, it's definitely the best modern Star Wars film oh absolutely yeah but it's weird because it seems like yeah. every Star Wars film's had those issues since it's they've revamped from um, what's its face the, the first one they did um, okay. yeah The Force Awakens yeah. I, mean, like, I, I think the thing is with like Rogue One is that it was it was good because they you know, they made it dark and they went places that you weren't really expecting to go. And, and spoiler alert, and that was probably everyone dies. One of the good things about, um, <laughs> yeah, mm. that was probably one of the good things about Last Jedi is it did things that people weren't expecting. You know, it's, it's when they play it safe that it goes wrong. And that's, yeah. that's where The Last Jedi fell apart. You know, yeah. they played it safe. They, they gave people what they thought they wanted. And actually, yeah, it's worse working. for it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, in I didn't mind opinion. it. I quite liked it. I, again, I just kind of, it was such a, 
been a, I don't know, such an up and down thing with these three movies that I think I just sort of switched off expectations and just sort of enjoyed it for what it was and just enjoyed, yeah, enjoyed the set maybe, pieces maybe and the action. Disney and, Plus, I'll watch it again. And yeah, I mean, I, I watch it on it's, yeah, um, it looks sensational on a good TV. They, there's a little clip, um, a preview for it that came out just before the movie in at the end of one of the Mandalorian episodes, and it, it shows it to you in 4K. And it's that scene in the, the with the Millennium Falcon in the ice caves when they pick up that message and they have to fly out. It's like mm. a two minute of that scene, and it, it looks. God, I can't even incredible. remember that. <laughs> That's right, at the beginning. Yeah, it's it looks amazing on, on telly. It's like fucking hell. It's just so good. So yeah, I'm looking forward to watching it again. I mean, like I said, I quite enjoyed it. So yeah, it's. Um, but yeah, I, I do we'll, get we'll why see. people did it. We shall see what happens with it. Pandering um, to the mass. Yeah, go and watch. Uh, go and watch the Haunting of Hill House. Well, I'm going to finish watching Art with Carbon because I've got one and a half episodes to go. So I'll do that, and then maybe we can properly talk about that. Time, yeah, let's um, let's do a Haunting of Hill House episode. Go and watch it, and we'll, we'll talk all about that because I, right. I'm trying to get as many people as possible to watch it um, right. because I want people to talk to about it. Okay, all right. Uh, I'll go through uh, yeah. the. Uh, actually, Reeps watched it and he loved it too, um, and we chatted about that a little bit. Um, but yeah, yeah, watch it, and, um, yeah. and then we can do an episode. I'll go on through that. the dream trauma that I'm going to have from watching it. Especially, yeah, you, it's, it's all worth it. Okay, I'll put that on my list. I've got a homework list of uh, that Dave's. We're going to. I'm supposed to talk about with Dave. We've got uh, um, the Formula One Drive to Survive season two's come out, and it's supposed to be really good. Um, yeah. So yeah, I've got to watch that. And then there's this other hip hop documentary that we're going to do and all this other well, stuff. Well, you're unemployed now, so it's fine. You can go and watch. Oh, yeah, I've got time. I'm, like, yeah, so. <laughs> I'm going to go to the zoo this week. I think <laughs> something to do. Take the take the camera and um, hit the zoo. So nice. Go and see my nice. friend. And, Sydney Zoo, um, very yeah, good. Taranga, yeah, it's good, man. Did we went there, didn't we? Did we go there? Uh, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, it's good. Really enjoyed it. Yeah, it's yeah. cool. Yeah. My friend works there in their design department. Like they've got a little agent design agency that does all their stuff and the Western Plains stuff as well. So she literally the mm. office is right in the middle of the zoo. So she gets to be there every day. So it's, cool. It's a pretty sweet job, actually. Yeah. Sweet oh well, let's so. enjoy that. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Well, let's um, let, yeah, let's pencil in another one and uh, we can talk about those things when yeah, you definitely, uh, when yeah. you're I mean I guess this sort of time if it works for you it works for me so if you ever you know we'll just sort of um, touch base in a few yeah, weeks yeah it's all good try yeah, one, yeah so. just, just um, uh, give me a shout and yeah. we'll go again yeah I want to try and keep ticking over I'm going to try and do them regularly with Dave every couple of weeks now as well because um, it's uh, it's good to keep things ticking over I had a big break from doing them and I think I lost loads of listeners so I need to try and get them ramped up again so you've got to be consistent yeah. with it it's the whole thing with all this shit you've got to be consistent <laughs> Um, you know, release. We'll try and we'll try and be fun and interesting, listeners. Oh, I think Stay we've had subscribed. we have good conversations. So I think, um, yeah, yeah, I think it's good. So yeah. anyway, we'll let the listeners be the judge of that. If they if they comment with the ladies, the line of Z's. <laughs> yeah, well, I don't know. You, they can't <laughs> really comment on podcasts. So I think we're all right. So unless they infiltrate the, my YouTube channel to comment on the podcast, which they could do. Yeah. So. <laughs> podcast <laughs> is shit. Yeah. Oh, no. Stop being so boring. Stop getting that, that boring pommy guy. No, I don't know. Definitely not. They're, they're, I think they're always really interesting when we do one. So, um, yeah. So yeah. if I was in England yeah. and living near you, I'd, I'd pressure you for us to do them regularly, you know, anyway. So, um, so that could happen when I eventually return. Well, who knows? Who knows what the future will hold? Yeah. Well, I'll tell you, mate, if I can maybe start we'll, making money we'll off this, man. Maybe we'll in the forest in Tasmania. We can do them there. If I can start making money off the podcast and I'm back in England, then we can just do it for a job. So, right. Yeah, sounds fun. 30 grand sounds an episode fun. or whatever you get, sorted. It's not bad. 
how much an episode? 30,000, something like that. Rogan makes um, probably 70 to 80,000 an episode, US dollars. Fuck, you know. um, and that doesn't even include his YouTube things where he's getting two, three million. That's his, that's his advertising though, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's all advertising, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, he gets the YouTube views as well and then the rest of it on the podcasts, the, the audio side of it is all advertising. So, um, but, well, you know, you're talking, I don't know what his numbers must be, but they're, He's yeah. number Unfortunately, every... he's got slightly more interesting guests than me on it. No, you're, so... you're interesting. I reckon you could go on Rogan and be interesting and have a good chat with him for sure, man. Definitely. No, I so, guess so. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I'd, like, I'd um, love to do that. That'd be fun. It'd be but... awesome. So, well, once, yeah. well, if I get this going, <laughs> and then we can start doing it. Happen, of course, so. it is. Once, it, once we get this going more, then we, you, we'll do it together. If you're up for it, we'll make loads of money, and then we'll be on Rogan in like three years. That's the aim. Amazing. Just drink, do drink whiskey with Rogan, mate. That's that's the, Jay, that's the goal. Keep those seats hot for us. Yeah, we're on the way. Yeah, yeah. Be warned. We'll be there. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're coming for you with our slightly dubious opinions. Yeah, partridge quote. Oh yeah, I might have to dial back on the dubious opinion slightly, but um. <laughs> yeah, it's all going to come back to haunt you. Someone's going to oh, dig into it. it. No, I haven't said anything that bad. Two thousand and fourteen. Yeah, called uh, Tasmanians. Or yeah, mentally challenged. <laughs> I said allegedly. Yeah, no. I'm just basing that on the Tasmanians oh, I've met. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's good to dream. It's good to good to aim high. Aim, yeah. Stay positive, mate. That is the goal. That is the goal. So yeah, yeah there we go. Definitely. Anyway, I'll um, we'll be back again soon, everyone. And um, John, thanks for coming on. And uh, will thanks for having me i'll do i'll get uh mentally traumatized by house of haunted hill and um we'll talk about that haunting hill house haunting of hill house okay <laughs> i actually i'd write that down correctly and i still read it wrong so um yeah yeah don't get it wrong because you'll end up watching some shit 1990s um, oh shit what if that happened i'd be like yeah i watched this one film. johnny like uh no that wasn't the one. Oh fuck <laughs> so haunting of hill it house terrible yeah. Yeah, really it's bad yeah, it's and black and white. No script to speak of. Yeah. And if I had Christopher Lee in it, it'd be pretty good, wouldn't it? So, yeah. It hasn't got Christopher Lee in it. No, well, that's a shame. That is a shame. It, it's a shame. Um, oh, have you watched uh, dead, Dracula? So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you watched Dracula on Netflix? You mean the BBC one? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I suppose it was BBC, yeah. Yes, I have watched it. Is it yeah. any good? Episode one is really good. Episodes two and three are fairly shit. Oh, right. So, and I and I say that with great sorrow because I love Mark Gatiss. Um, oh yeah, I think that's he's right. An absolute he, genius. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I episode one is is really good. Yeah. Um, and then they just right. make some really odd choices. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and yeah, I think they try and do a Sherlock Holmes on it, and it doesn't really work. Ah, okay. um, but yeah, yeah watch episode sure. one. It's worth it. I might do. Yeah, there's some bit yeah. with a fly crawling in this guy's eye and I just turned it off. I was like, no. <laughs> 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 Which is literally right at the beginning, I think. So. You are a sensitive soul, aren't you? I can't handle it, man. Yeah, fucking hell. Anyway, what are you going to do? Dear, dear. Um, yeah, dear, we'll be dear. right. Anyway, yeah. Um, yeah, cool. Um, right. Right. Well, cheers, I'm, everybody. I'm, I'm going to make a move. That was someone at Whiskey Dales. Cheers, John. Yeah, thanks very much. Have a nice day. Say, um, yep, no worries. We're going to the beach, I think, today. Oh, yeah. Because it's actually sunny for a change. Yeah, get out there, mate. Enjoy it. Yeah. 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 Cool, man. All yeah, right. Mate. Well, um, take it easy and yeah, uh, cheers. we'll catch up soon. Yeah, catch you soon. All right. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, John. Bye. Bye.